always wanted to ride motorbikes. Mum tells me even as a child I used to say I wanted one. Dad, however, was not convinced. He'd had a serious accident on one as a teenager and told me I wasn't allowed, so I put it to the back of my mind. Nonetheless, over the years I managed to ride a friend's tiny rocket-powered sewing machine of a scooter and jumped on the back of a fair few bikes, relishing the feeling of speed and freedom. At 22 I got my first car, an old Ford Fiesta, but the idea of a motorbike still played in the back of my head. The years went by and a succession of badly paid jobs, relocation and paying for a wedding meant I couldn't ever bite the bullet. Finally, a couple of years ago, I found a local training centre and signed up for the essential training that all bikers must undergo before starting. I was shown to a battered 125cc motorbike, my steed for the day. It did not go well. By lunchtime, I was ready to pack it all in. I was finding it so hard to control the bike and felt completely useless. Everyone else on the course was a man, much taller than me, and could throw the bikes around with no problem. But after lunch, we went out on the road. Everything finally clicked into place, and I was flying along. At the end of the day, my instructor signed me off. With a huge beam on my face, I took my certificate and headed straight home. I trawled the internet for my own bike. Finally, a bright red Honda CVF 125 was mine, and I christened her Ruby Rocket. The day of her arrival dawned. After climbing on, I nearly rode her straight into my neighbour's fence. Then I rode her up the road, stopped, then, rather unceremoniously, flumped sideways onto some grass. With damaged pride, I rode into Bristol. Thing is, the gears were a bit twitchy, so after an accidental few wheelies at the roundabout, I managed to reach the city centre, where I promptly pulled into a car park and cried. What the hell had I let myself in for? I was too small and weak for this. There must be a reason why there are practically no female motorcyclists out there. I had a rotten time on the way home as well. An older guy on a motorbike saw me, shook his head and rolled his eyes. This further cemented my conviction I was wrong to even try this. Eventually, though, after much practising in a local car park, I was brave enough to start commuting. I was no longer at the mercy of Bristol's terrible bus service. And, with a good wind behind me, I could reach the heady speeds of 65 miles per hour. Now, a couple of years later, my confidence had soared and I was at the point where five gears just weren't enough. My foot was always searching for that non-existent sixth gear. I wanted more speed, more stability and more freedom. I decided to go for a full licence, which would allow me to ride any bike I wanted and even go on the motorway. So I presented myself at the training centre again and was offered a 600cc bike that tipped the scales at more than 200 kilograms. It was huge. That weighs more than four times my weight. I climbed on and ended up with my feet frantically paddling away at thin air. After a few seat-lowering adjustments, though, I was ready. After far too many circuits round cones, emergency stops and U-turns, I arrived at the test centre. I was on the verge of throwing up and sweating gently and persistently into my kit. I needn't have worried, though. I passed first time with no minors, and on a sheer euphoric high, I rode back and signed up for the final part of the training, which tests your road riding. Once again, I arrived at the test centre and had to wait my turn for 40 minutes. Again, I was dry-retching with nerves and dashing back and forth to the toilets. But then I finally reasoned with myself. In the worst-case scenario, I could pull over, rip off my helmet and throw up in the gutter. As long as I did it safely, I couldn't possibly have failed, could I? It was a freezing day and I mounted the bike, trembling with cold and nerves. My hands were shaking so much that I hit the horn accidentally and I convinced myself I'd failed. But at the end of the test, I was presented with my pass certificate. Practically skipping out of the waiting room, I jumped on the bike and rode delightedly back. I was all too happy to follow the instructor's urge of, come on, let's open them up. I got back on my beloved Ruby Rocket and found that now, well, she just felt like a tiny toy bike. I loved her so much, but it was time to move on. 
But now I've welcomed the much larger cherry bomb into my life and I can't wait for the adventures that we'll have together. <laughs>